It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> side of Summer Shea, Kentucky, two guys with hearts of gold and heads as hard as diamonds as the KY Sports Guys. It is the KY Sports Guys. Coach Jay Hurt back with you. This is Podcast 34, and I said it wrong last time. I went Tony Dorsett, right? Another 33? I think so, yeah. And instead it is 34. You said Akeem Olajuwon. Which I think is, yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. 34. So Podcast 34, segment number two. Man, cannot say enough about segment number one. If you're, listening, yeah, if you're listening to this one first, pause this. Go back, listen to uh, Michael Sessoms, at Michael Sessoms, michaelsessoms.com, and he's on Facebook as well. Just really, really cool stuff. Tremendous songwriter. I was impressed. Yeah, excellent. And the Periscope as well is up now for the next 24 hours, so if you get a chance to check out our Periscope, if you haven't, it's right below what's on the grill. Yeah, but the I, I hate to say more important than that because that was really important, but I do think it's time for something else. Oh, yeah. One of the most important things of all weeks. And now it's time to find out the most important thing of the week. What's on the grill? I wish Jim were here. <laughs> that was perfect. That sounded just right. Um, we've already periscoped this, but uh, Coach Hart's going to tell us who's sponsoring What's on the Grill. Yeah, What's on the Grill, sponsored by Hawkins Farms, Harvey and Lynn Hawkins, Produce, Custom Lime Hauling, Hay Rolling and Bell Wrapping, Greenhouse Plants, 270-432-5632, Hawkins Farms, and we thank them for sponsoring What's on the Grill. We for sure do, and remember the... Free jalapeno plan if you call and get something from Hawkins Farms, courtesy of the KY Sports Guys, Hawkins Farms, for all your needs. I would love to know how many people go to Lynn or Harvey and, and HJ or somebody and just say, hey, I listen to the KY Sports uh, KY Sports Guys podcast, and I'd like a free jalapeno. Hey, we should keep track of that. Yeah, I'm going to ask Lynn to start keeping a tally tomorrow. <laughs> uh, you saw the Periscope already. I mentioned it already. We, we did a whole chicken today uh, up yeah, I smoked it for about three hours actually, and it's uh, finishing up now. Actually, so it takes a long time. It's a it's a it's a time labor intensive process to smoke a, a whole chicken, but it's going to be tasty. I and it was beautiful. Could not the presentation excellent. So well, thank you, thank yeah. you. And it was. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be quite tasty. I'm telling you, stop, stop, Tony. We're having like an all. This is the greatest podcast of all time. It, 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 we've done some really good ones. But you think about Michael Sessoms and the songwriting, just wonderful. That bird that you cooked couldn't be any better, couldn't have looked any better. I'm excited to get to taste it eventually. And we've got other guests 
I well, know. It's just amazing the, the fun that we're having today. Well, let's get to it uh, right now then. Let's I'm do it. We're all just fans at heart. Let's break down the games with the loyal KY guys listening. If you don't know what that is, that's one taking notes, which I'm sure our special <laughs> finalist, uh, finalist, I'll get it right in a minute, uh, did labor intensively yesterday, again, labor intensive twice I've used now, uh, did, did yesterday and during the UK basketball game as well. Hogleg, are you with us? I'm with you. How's it going? Hey, it's going great, Hog. Glad to uh, hear from you. I hope you can hear us just fine. Uh, and I do want to say Stock Tony is laboring uh, at this, but doing a great job. It is Phanalysis with a Phanalist. Is that where we are? That, you, you got it perfectly, and I totally butcher it like I'm probably <laughs> going to go up there and do with that bird in a minute. Uh, Hog, uh, let me go ahead and get started by congratulating you. Hogleg is the first ever winner of the KY Sports Guys College Pick'em. All the weeks are in. It's over. It's done. Hog leads from start to finish. You went from Bell to Bell Hogleg, and congratulations to you. That T-shirt is on its way. I appreciate that. It's a real honor to win the inaugural event. It took a lot of work. It always takes a lot of work to win something like that. Well, don't don't be self-deprecating, man. It took a lot of skill. You were on top of it from start to finish. Did you have any bad weeks? I didn't see any. I, I think one of my worst weeks was actually last week, and I had a. Uh, yeah, and we should congratulate Holstein Cows for life. He put up a good fight. And Stock Tony, you finished second, right? No, I finished third. Holstein oh, Cows passed me up. Oh, yesterday. because you were going for the win. Yeah, I was going for the victory and went to a, with some upsets. I think right. Michigan, which I was probably not going to do had I not been going yeah. to go counterintuitive of everyone else. And here's the thing I would tell you, though. You're better off being third than second. They always say in the Olympics, you either win the gold or you win the bronze, the silver, that's the worst place to be. I will uh, take that as a compliment then. (laughs) (laughs) Hall, congratulations to you, and your gold medal will be a KY Sports Guys t-shirt. I think that's what we offered, right? Yeah, that's what we offered, and uh, Holstein Cows will get a koozie. All right, so (laughs) good good for him, I suppose, uh, on that one. Hog, you are with us today. You have done some great work for us in the past. You are a loyal listener, and we appreciate it very much. Uh, you talked a lot of baseball. We've talked a little bit about living in New York and, and following the Cats. But today, your job is clear. It is singular in its purpose. Your job is to be the finalist. And so you are going to do some finalysis on UK. Now, I don't care if you start with football. I don't care if you start with basketball. I don't care if you go basketball and avoid football altogether. But we want you to talk about anything UK. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. On your mark, get set, go. <laughs> hey, you wouldn't leave a guy hanging there, would you? Uh, I, I figure we're going to talk about them both. What, my my uh, experience in this is always take the bitter pill first, but now that's just me. Yeah, and that's that's probably true. Hog, let me in all seriousness. Let me uh, stop messing around with you, but give you a question here. Did you watch UK U of L yesterday football? Well, you kind of cut out on me though. Okay, did you watch? Did you watch UK U of L football? Complaining about the football team, and I tell you what, it's weird when you're sitting there watching the game and you're you're up twenty-one to nothing, and I was nervous. I'm like, oh man, this don't work good. And isn't that funny? That's that's. I'm like, how are we gonna mess this up? 
And that's the thought I had. I don't know if that's the thought Stock Tony had, but is that the curse of being a UK fan? Because it's happened so many times. I tweeted that I've seen a lot of collapses. This one may have been the worst one, but I remember being up 21-3 on a good Florida team uh, and blowing it, and you never, you didn't feel real safe. And I'll say this, when Forrest took the ball and threw it into the uh, bleachers for the 15-yard penalty, there was a thought in my head that was like, oh, that's going to come back and bite us, and in a way it did. Yeah, it did. And I tell you, I'm, I'm kind of, I guess that's why, I mean, you've got along for all these years, because I'm kind of that uh, get-off-my-line kind of guy. But <laughs> I didn't even like it when I saw Drew Barker dancing on his first touchdown, and then the scene dancing on the second one when she didn't even score. I'm like, I don't know like the way this team's gapping right now. It just seems, we were just setting ourselves up for disaster. So you would have liked to have seen a little more uh, focus, a little more... Uh, humility. Yeah, humility. Is that fair to say? May have lost Hog there. I'm not sure. Hog, you with us? Well, while we try... Oh, hey, there he is. Okay. Hog, uh, can I ask you this? Football-wise, we're talking football here. What was the part of yesterday's collapse that struck you as the, the most disappointing? Um, I, I guess this... You guys have kind of been breaking it down all year, and I think the, the most frustrating thing was is that there wasn't one frustrating thing. It was like the defense started playing bad. We couldn't stop the read option. When they brought in that new quarterback, it was just like game over. we never seen that before. Yeah, I wrote in my piece this morning. And we just couldn't move the ball. It was like everything was bad. Yeah, this morning when I wrote, and you may have, uh, I don't know if you've got a chance to read it, but basically just... Describe that feeling you had being up twenty one nothing and feeling like there's uh, the other shoe's going to fall pretty soon. And I, I said something about the force thing. I know Reedy Boy tweeted out he didn't even mind that. I like a little bit of celebration. I'm okay with a little bit, but um, the force thing sort of tipped the momentum. I thought. And if you've ever played sports or coached sports, heck, even just watched it. Anybody who doesn't think momentum is real has never been around and watch. And momentum seemed to swing there. But what it really was, probably more than that, was the insertion of, of Lamar Jackson. And apparently, as you said, we'd never seen a running quarterback in all our years. Hog, quick question. Are you, are you there? Hog, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Okay, and then we're struggling a little bit, but that's all right. Uh, you played uh, high school football. You've been on both sides of the line. What is it about that read option that's so difficult to stop? Well, we didn't see it kind of the, the read option. When I host play, if you went back to the lead option from the I formation, but uh, the biggest thing, you know, is everybody has to play that assignment. You can't play the ball. If one guy doesn't see what he's supposed to be, when he's supposed to be there, you just can't stop it. Well, my thought was just this, and I think I've tweeted at somebody yet last night. Um, I don't remember him handing the ball off any. I know he did, but I don't remember him doing a lot of handoff uh, optioning. Actually, it's just uh, mostly a play fake. I don't care if all 11 guys are trying to tackle Jackson. At least stop him. Let somebody else beat you because that is where it all went downhill for us. Uh, I think uh, – I think – when you said we were having like the best show ever, it was like <laughs> it was like him throwing the ball into the stands. They could have swung the momentum. 
I can't uh, says Hog. I think we're having some technical difficulties here. Hog, are you with us? Well, yeah. Look, I think I think Hog is uh, in Schenectady. I think uh, I think we've lost him. But look, we're going to congratulate Hog. Let's continue this piece. Uh, we thank Hog for being on with us as the finalist. Uh, and you know, hey, that's that's podcasting. That's radio for you, right there, folks. It just happens sometimes. You know, Hog was talking about you got to do your assignments, and that's where I want to go if if I can. The the amazing thing to me, which I think you're you're getting at, they were not prepared. Didn't nobody was hitting the quarterback, and you should be hitting the quarterback if it's an option play, regardless. Every single time, somebody should be tackling him, and yet he just ran wild. Uh, it was an amazing lack of preparation, and I think there's some stuff that came out today where they asked, you know, were you ready for this guy? And and the cats seemed to not even know his name uh, for the most part. Surely, in the preparation, they said if they go to this guy, here's how we're going to handle it. Yeah, I mean, first of all, a zone uh, read option like that is a chance to just hit the quarterback, as you said. That's your chance to go ahead and inflict a little pain on the quarterback. But uh, as you said, Josh Forrest said that um, he was more, this is on Lamar Jackson from Josh Forrest, tweeted by Kyle Tucker. Uh, Mark Ennis, I think, actually tweeted this first. Uh, And it said that uh, he came in and it was something that we hadn't planned for. Uh, He was faster than we thought. He definitely was. He definitely was faster than we thought. Uh, the adjustments they made just to stop the zone read, the quarterback pulling it, and things like that. A lot of it was geared toward the quarterback. If that were the, if those were the adjustments. I don't remember seeing that happening. At least if they were trying to do it, it didn't happen. Hog, are you with us still? Yeah, I can hear you. I lost you there for a bit. Okay. Well, listen, we're just talking about the fact, should they not have been tackling the quarterback, whether he had it or not, once it's an option play? <laughs> hey, Hog, listen, we're going to – are you there? Listen, Hog, we're going to let you go, buddy. We're going to call you back at a break, but we appreciate the effort. Uh, uh, we're going to switch it. Can we switch to U.K. basketball? Let's uh, – Maybe one or two more things. Okay, go. Uh, well, I'm just – have you felt like at any time this year that we were prepared? That's the question. No, and and that's the disappointing part. I think Stoops has done a good job recruiting, although I think that's overblown. I saw a tweet from Ken Thornhill that said, if you average the last three years together, Kentucky's still 12th out of 14 teams in the SEC in recruiting. So he's got some good recruits. Uh, you know, breaking news is that Patrick Tolles is leaving. Uh, so that's a, a tough uh, blow, I think, to the team. Whether you like Barker better or not, uh, it's always better to have two quarterbacks prepared in case of injury, what have you. Uh, you know, do I think they were prepared? I don't think they were prepared on either side of the offense for contingencies, and that's the problem. Look, what were they prepared to do once Boom went out? You know, that was a huge issue, and, but they just kept running the same kind of running plays. It was not working for JoJo. They didn't go to the Wildcat, which JoJo does well with. Uh, they didn't get outside in a running game at all. They didn't one time go with a pitch or, or something to the outside to get JoJo or those guys out there. Um, they kept running Michael Horton in the same spots. So, you know, to me, it's almost like they prepared one plan on both sides of the ball, and then when things happened, there was nothing left. And so I think that's the big concern is how good of game management X and O coaches are these guys. Yeah, that's the total point. I, I mean, you go back to the first of the year. The only reason we beat some of those teams is just because we're – we're over talent, you know, more talent. 
We still shouldn't have even won those. Honestly, we shouldn't have been in the game. It shouldn't have been bowl uh, a game to contingency on the bowl yesterday. Anyway, we should have lost the game to Eastern. Just not not been a good year at all. Um, I'm not sure where we go. The 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 Barker tolls tolls leaving now. That's that was totally mishandled. Uh, you go with Barker, stay with Barker. There we go. It's it's pretty much over yesterday. Let's stick tolls back in there. I, I, it's one of those times you know you don't want the kid to to be defiant. But it's almost one of those times you might just put just walk away. I promise you. I said exactly the same thing. I said if they had walked over and told me you're going in the game with four minutes to go down two touchdowns after you've taken the starting job away from me, it would have been a hard pill for me to swallow. I would have went. He went. Get yeah, credit I, to Patrick Tolls. But the thought would cross your mind to just sit there and look at him and say, "No, you picked the other guy." Rock and roll, buddy. And honestly, we had one good drive. That first drive, I was tweeting. I, I drank. I drunk the Kool Aid once again. I was tweeting that you know, the, and the offense was it was opening up big holes for the running. That, that we we called a, a play across the middle. You know, we had um, a big catch there. We had a screenplay set up perfectly. Everything looked like it was clicking. Then we get the momentum swing. You know, with the interceptions, the interception for touchdown, and then we just started playing not to lose, which I hate. That cliche in a way, but it's so true in this case, I think. It was really disappointing to me, and you knew they're up 24-7. And let's go back to 21-7, and they've got a chance to just stick it in their ear right there before half, and instead they go very conservative, run the clock down. Uh, they had a chance to score the touchdown if Barker sees the guy wide open. But the, the effort there was let's just kick a field goal. Then the entire second half, look, you win that game. UK wins that game by three touchdowns if. They get a stop on the first drive after the U of L guy steps out of bounds at the four. They get great field position at the forty-four. Go for the jugular, and I don't care if you throw a pick six. I don't care what you do, but instead you get that conservative gut run pass on second down that doesn't have much of a chance. Third down, you're third and eight, third and nine, third and twelve. Get a holding call because your guys can't block at that point. Just the the play calling on that first drive of the second half signaled what I think everybody felt, which is by the time this game's over, it's going to be Louisville by a lot. And guess what? It was. It was Louisville by a lot. And the shank punt, you know, we get, what, the 20-25, something and like that. went and backward. It's a field goal. Yeah. And we should have probably punted that because because McGinnis is clearly hurt. So just n- none of the decisions seemed right. I, and I go back to this. I joked with J.P. Critter yesterday. He said Stoops was mad looking after And I said, I'm not sure he knows the rules. Now, I know he knows the rules, but it's. It seems like he's mad when he should be happy sometimes, and it just seems like I don't know what he's thinking ever. Yeah, and I think he, he came to town. This is a guess. He came to town with a great plan, and he sold Barnhart and those guys with a great plan of recruiting, and I think he's followed through on that. I'm going to give him credit because I think he came in and said, this is how we can get great athletes to come to Kentucky, and he's been able to do it. Now you got to coach them. Now you got to go X's and O's against the best people out there. Uh, Petrino and Grantham, the defensive coordinator especially, and it, it makes a difference when Boone's not there. I get that. But they pretty much made the adjustments they needed to make, the the run option, sub the quarterback, get the thing shut down on the other side. They were stuffing the run on first down. Uh, you know, even late, you're down seven. And, of course, we run the same run. It looks like the same run and play to me. I'm sure a football expert would say, oh, no, no, it's different this. Look like the same run and play. They get Horton in the backfield, minus five at second and fifteen. And it just, I don't know, it's its hard to fathom. Uh, I wonder if UK has the X and O expertise to go head-to-head. You're talking about a league, and I know we're going to talk about it later. Monstrous. You're talking, to me, Mark Richt is a Hall of Famer. I know that's. I know Georgia hadn't won a national title or whatever. Did they or not? I don't remember. Not under, no, I don't think so. But my goodness, you compare his record to Vince Dooley's. 
Vince Dooley was a legend, and he used to go seven and four, six and five sometimes. Except when he had Herschel, I guess we got Herschel. That makes all the difference. Mark Richt is a great football coach, and everybody in the league can coach, and everybody in the league has talent. Now, what are you going to do? And it, it doesn't look good. No, and uh, I guess we'll see. I think I think Stoops will keep his job. I mean, from what I'm hearing, but I think we're going to lose some coordinators, which. I mean, you know, one year for Dawson, I don't know if we can stand another year. I, I think Dawson's got to go. I think Elliott has to go. I think you got to start fresh there. And I'm going to go. I, I hope Stoops does well. If they all come back, I want it on the record. I'm going to cheer for them. I'm going to hope for their success. So certainly I'm not in the camp of, you know, let's get them out of here. But the Miami job is open, right? Yeah. And Stoops was linked to that three or four weeks ago when things were kind of going a little bit better. Could this be kind of a Bill Curry in reverse Opportunity. There are so many open jobs that maybe Stoops could, rather than getting fired next year, because I think it happens if, if they don't go to a bowl next year, Stoops is gone. Before that happens, you know, that's what was going to happen in Alabama for Curry. And he saw the writing on the wall. A lot of people didn't like him, so he went to Kentucky. Didn't turn out well, but I get the idea. Could Stoops go to a Miami, go to a different place, uh, and take over there? Having gotten head coaching experience at Kentucky, all parties are a winner. Yeah, I think that's clearly a possibility. Uh, you know, people that think of the Miami job as being a better job. Honestly, I think he'll make more money in Kentucky, and the Kentucky job's a better job with the SEC. But uh, Miami still gets the recruits, and he would probably recruit really well in there. That's not to say, just as you said, I'm not, not, I'm not pushing him out the door. And whomever is there next year, I will be cheering for them, and hopefully – not being sad at the end of the year as I am this year. Yeah, but I, I wrote a piece, and I know you did today, but I basically said for years, since I was five, I was the, the wide-eyed optimist. I was the kid who thought this was the year. We're going to go 11-0, and 12-0. Uh, Mo Williams is going to carry us to glory. Billy Jack Haskins is going to get it done, whatever. And I'm just to the point in my life where I have invested. The best tweet came from Jeff Turner. So, Jeff, if you're listening up in Brandenburg, Kentucky, your tweet was the best one. And he asked, I wonder just how much time I've wasted in my life watching U.K. football. And it's not that it's wasted, because uh, it's entertainment. We appreciate what those boys are doing. They're 19, 20 years old. That's not the point. But you do, you, you, you are, it is Charlie Brown. I think I wrote that. You always think Lucy's going to hold the football, and then she pulls the thing every single time. I'm not going into next year predicting 8-4, and four, predicting bowl games. I'm going to be pessimistic, and if it does, uh, if, they go, if it goes well, I'm going to be pleasantly surprised. That's a nice way to hedge your bet there, and I think that's what we all probably should be doing here. And I put, I got, I'm getting too much use. I wrote a piece at the beginning of the year, basically saying that about being cat bit very, very much. I get to post that piece too much. I post it every time we have one of these kind of losses, and it gets a few reads every time. And I wish I didn't get to post it. I'd rather post those happy posts, but it's just not been a time for happy posts. If ever there was a year that they should have went eight and four, nine and three, this was it because Auburn was down. That was a chance for a win. Florida's not that good, guys. No. You watched that yesterday. They're not that good. Uh, they've played a weak schedule as well, if, if you can play a weak schedule in the SEC. But it hasn't been the most daunting of schedules. South Carolina and Missouri are both in a mess. Uh, Vandy's terrible. That that was a win that they let slip away. And Louisville's not good. Yeah, we should have been. That was two bad teams yesterday. And Louisville was the least bad. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of the way you put that. And I think much better prepared, though. That's that's where the... They were better. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No doubt. Um, that's all I want to say about it. Is that uh, good for you? Does that satiate you? I, I feel great about it. I am excited, though, if they are uh, eligible for the 5-7 and seven, uh, Alaska, it's freezing bowl. Uh, you know, go for it. Why not? Five and eight. Go for it. Yeah, they're going to invite you. And I think, and I don't know when that's that and those announcements are being made, but it's not a bad, uh, if you're a bowl, UK's going to travel well. The Big Blue Nation will follow the team even after all this. And that will be interesting with Tolls announcing his transfer today. If they do get in that bowl, will he still suit up? Because if I were him, I'm almost thinking, and no, I wouldn't. No, he's, yeah, he's out the door, and I hate that. I, I hate. I don't want to dwell on it because transfers happen, and he's from the Joker era, and I get it. And I hope Barker does well. But I thought Patrick Tolles was blamed for a lot of stuff that wasn't his fault. And then I saw a tweet yesterday. I know you retweeted it. The KY Sports guys, as we as a group, retweeted it. Some guy said, and I couldn't believe it. He said, "I don't feel like Drew Barker. The issues he's having, I don't feel like it's his fault." Yeah, and I'm like, crap. of course, it's not his fault, but it wasn't Tolles' fault either. And as soon as he comes in the game, what does he do? Well, he puts you right in scoring position. And you get a holding call, he ends up having to throw a pick. Well, you say, well, he threw an interception. Well, he led you down the field, too. So, you know, it wasn't Tolles. It wasn't Barker. It wasn't the quarterback. It was a number of things. And so I don't care who they play, but that whole situation ended poorly. Yeah, Tom Brady could have been sent out there. It wasn't going to go much better. And that um, – so hopefully – I don't know. Again, maybe we'll get to that bowl game. If not, August will be here before you know it. Yeah. We'll be talking about this again. So so moving on, what's the next bit? Well, we're still doing the finalysis thing, and I wish we could have had Hog back in, but uh, what about UK basketball? They had an impressive win this week. I feel really good about UK basketball, and I wrote a piece that said, you know, they're not going backwards. People kind of thought it was a poor performance when they played, uh, who was it, that they beat right after Duke, and it wasn't a real pretty win. Yeah, it was right state, right, right state. state. That's it. But look, they're very talented. They're not as big inside as they probably need to be. Poitras is, is going to really take off as long as he stays healthy. I think that's a big addition. Look, they're smooth at every spot. Ulysses is probably the best point guard in the country. Here's my question, and I know UK fans will throw stuff at me when I say this. Are they so good anymore that it's almost boring? To watch me. No, just in general. I mean, there's no, it's not even climactic. It's not even like there's any stress. You just show up and you're going to win. They have won how many consecutive regular season games? It's an unbelievable yeah. number. And so I'm glad. I love it. But at the same time, I wasn't stressed out watching them you know, play Wright State. I wasn't stressed out about that. I wasn't stressed out really watching them play Duke. That's what I'm saying. They let start to finish, and it was never close. And they took their best player and just shut him down, unless Plumlee's the best player. So I guess my point is the program's in great shape. Cal's doing a great job. Love the new guys. Love the players. Murray, I think, is going to be a star. Uh, there are some things they could clean up. They need a little bit more beef in the post, perhaps. But this is another team that's going to win 30-plus games. Yeah, I think Boogie Cousins' brother, who looked a whole lot like Boogie Cousins, um, I think he just should moves an example of how, when you're big and strong, kind of like Plumlee was, that you can do a little damage inside that. I don't think it's going to be, unless it's a really good player down there. Any damage that's going to hurt us long term over the forty minutes. Yeah, I think we build our own. I think we build little scarecrows to to make ourselves like um, to keep the game uh, and to 
to, to call that not interesting is probably not the right word, but to keep it more interesting, uh, the three-point uh, streak, for instance, if, we're, if we don't make a three-pointer for a while, that's a little scarecrow, you know, a little uh, straw man. Why am I calling it a scarecrow? A straw man we build up. Boy, I'm, and, and students are going to get on Students are going to get to me there. A little straw man we build up. Uh, we need to win by 20. You know, Cal talks, we think we're going to beat every team by 40 points. And it just doesn't happen, even against the right state. If you're noticing, not many teams win by 40 points anymore. There's just so much talent out there that the right states are getting a good player or two that are that could play at a pretty big school. And in basketball, that makes much more difference in football. Yeah, and there's too much parity, too many people that can play. You're absolutely right. You're not going to go and beat people the way we used to look at it, where it was 99 to 38 or what have you. But they're still not in close games. I don't call 20 a close game or 14 a close game. A close game is two or three or five uh, having to make a free throw. They haven't. The only question for them is do they need that game to get themselves prepared as they go on in in tournament play? But, look, they're looking at a one seed. Uh, If something catastrophic just happens, two or three seed at worst, they might lose four or five games somewhere by accident. But they're loaded. Yeah, I can't imagine, though, even if they do lose a few games, who's going to be any better to get those one seeds. Uh, you know, the Euless thing the other night was scary. We've watched it. We mentioned it. We don't want to jinx anybody, but we've mentioned Porthers going out and Noel going out. You know, the, the Collie Stein being hurt. Uh, it seems like every year, maybe it's because we have so much talent and play so many good players that every team maybe has injuries, but it seems like every year we have one injury that just hurts us enough that it could, could keep us from, um, you know, from doing what we need to do. With the exception... Was it, did we get was the year we won? Did we have an injury that was that big? I don't believe we did. I don't remember it if it happened. And yeah. That's usually the case. Usually, if you look back at a championship year, everything kind of goes your way, for sure. So we had uh, Michael Sessoms in early. North Carolina is going to be a good team, uh, but I'm Kansas not, will be good. Kansas Duke will still be good. Duke will be there at the end because you know that guy sitting over there on the bench is is brilliant. Whether you like to admit it or not, he's he's really good. Uh, so they're going to be some good teams, but I, I think you're right. That we'll, when we get in our SEC play, when we get in the SEC play, as you saw last year, as dominant as we were, first two games of the SEC, we probably should have lost. So when we get in the SEC play in January, we're going to start seeing some more close games, I think, and some more excitement for that kind of drama that you're talking about, I think. We should do a contest where you predict, will they go undefeated again in the regular season, or if not, pick the loss, which one do you see on the calendar? That would be an interesting game. That'd be good. I, I tell you, I, I don't want to wish a loss on us, and I'm not sure that it helps us, but I don't know if my heart can take another undefeated season or not. That about killed me last <laughs> spring. I think it got a lot of us. That was a tough one, no doubt about that. It, it, that's what we do, right? We, we find something to, to like seem negative, I guess, but it was it was tough on me, and I loved it every bit, but it was tough. Um I think we got we got tomorrow night. Is it? Oh man, Illinois State. Jim's always on now. Illinois State. Illinois State tomorrow night. Uh, obviously, out of my favorite conference in the world, by the way, the Missouri Valley Conference. NBC got great, and great teams. Yeah, it's just always good basketball. Indiana State, Illinois State, uh, uh, just some really fun, good. I think Northern Iowa. Uh, aren't they in yeah, maybe North Carolina? Right. Yeah, exactly. So some really good basketball there. All right, so tune in for that one, and I, I'm going to be excited to watch, as, as with always. Um, anything on the Cats we, we've not mentioned you know, either side? No, I don't think so. I think we're good. Let's uh, move it along. All right. So now our uh, bit we're going to do 
This is going to get back to football for, excuse me, no, this is going to be basketball again. And if Jim were here, he would say, I can't. I put the, the I put the big whammy on the whole podcast in that. You did because it was so it was going so great, and then just okay. But we're ready. It's gremlins. It's uh, <laughs> gremlins and machinery. Is that what you call it? And by the way, while you're searching for this, just wave at me when you get it. But we want to thank Hogleg. Had some technical difficulties. The signal kept cutting in and out. When you're doing a cell phone call from several hours away, several hundred miles away, that uh, gets difficult. But Hog's always fun to have on the show, and we appreciate the the effort from Hog. Oh, definitely. Um, Real quickly, while we're, we're talking, Middlesbrough update, two seconds of Middlesbrough. Yeah, Middlesbrough is in second place, and they are rolling right now. They're only two points behind. You get three points for a win, one for a tie. They're only two points out of first. If you're in first or second, you advance to the Premier League. That's the goal. But they are firmly, firmly in the hunt. Top six have a chance, and, and right now they're sitting in that second position. for So for Nick and Pat and Barb, the Jenkins family, all the people in Middlesbrough, uh, if you're listening, we are supporting uh, the borough. UTB, baby. UTB. Time to open up a can on or open up a can for. All right. And we're going to uh, kick it to you for reading my bad handwriting. Yeah. Open up a can on or open up a can for is sponsored by Bertram and Sons Asphalt and Ceiling. They do driveways, businesses, parkways, uh, parking lots, rather. If they do a parkway, that'd be awesome. That would be, I think they would might retire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They wouldn't need to sponsor us anymore. The number there is 606-688-4631. Tell them the KY Sports guys sent you. Bertram and Sons Asphalt and Ceiling. Don't let that uh, that, that 606 area code fool you. I know they come to Glasgow. If you talk to Bart, they might come even farther. Absolutely. They will will love to to do business with you. As a a, uh, basketball coach, you're seeing as you're watching the new – Season get underway. There are some new rules in basketball. There are, and by the way, disclaimer on this uh, particular segment: no people, animals, or objects will be harmed. This is a figurative, metaphoric, metaphorical, metaphoric guy <laughs> can. can. It is a figurative can. Uh, a lot of new rules. Look, the thirty-second shot clock. If you're watching the women's game, they are now in quarters, four different quarters, uh, with a timeout in the middle. Uh, they've reduced the amount of uh, timeouts on that side. Obviously, they've gotten rid of the five-second call. I think that's a big one. Coaches not allowed to call timeouts while the ball is in play, and you're getting a lot of pushback on that one. Uh, I'm in favor of that one. I think that's fine. Let the players do all that. I think coaches, you need to prepare before the game, and then you need to get out of the way. Let people play. Do a couple things. Sub some people. Call a timeout. Drop a play if you want. But coaches are, especially at the college level, they are way too involved. I miss the days when, uh, and, and Guy Lewis, who was one of my favorites, passed Late away this Lewis, weekend. Yes. Love Guy, Guy Lewis, Houston, five slam and jamma. I miss the days of watching him, John Wooden, Dean Smith even. Those guys were not up running around calling plays every second of the day. Uh, pretty much they prepared their kids, and then the kids had to go play ball. I like it better that way. Yeah, I totally will open up a can for the uh, the non-timeout, non-coaching timeout. It just seems like the flow of the game. Let the, let the guys who are playing it. Make the timeout call. I mean, yeah, you're, trusting, you're trusting them with everything else. and tr- you're, you, They've got the ball in their hand. Let them do it. Well, coaches, and here's a place where the NBA has it right. Coaches are too much the focal point. Players are not enough the focal point. It's a player's game. It's not a coach's game. I'm going to open up a can on a couple of rules. On the women's side, and we mentioned this last week, I do not like the NBA rule where you take it out at half if you have a timeout when you're supposed to take it full length of the floor. To me, that's the same as in, uh, in baseball just saying, hey, go to second base. 
Just start at second. Why not? Call a timeout. Go to set. That doesn't make any sense. Or football. Hey, take it at the 50 so you can throw a Hail Mary. That doesn't make any sense. You should have to bring it the length of the floor. I also am going to open up a can on the 30-second shot clock. I don't think it's made a huge difference. I think it produces more bad shots late because any late shot clock, I saw a piece on this the other day, anything in the last five seconds of the shot clock, this percentage that goes in is under 30%. So now you're getting there quicker. College guys are not pro guys. Pro guys are different. I can make that shot, but college guys mostly cannot. And then it's reduced the game to some really bad pick and roll. And I'm okay with pick and roll, but that shouldn't be every single offensive possession. Um, I won't even won't even try to go against your opinions on those because I know you've done a lot of research and writing about this shot clock thing. So I have to just defer to your wisdom on that one. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, I, I so I'll have to open up a can on it as well. I do not like four quarters in women's basketball. Don't either. Open I, up a can on that. Yeah, I, I just doesn't seem natural. I don't College know. basketball is two 20-minute halves. Leave it alone. It's a good game. And, and the women's game was growing and growing and drawing fans. And, and people at Tennessee and Louisville and U.K., they're packing the house. Why do we want to make this contrived, almost basketball kind of deal? Ooh, a little uh, Matt Stone, Trey Parker, Matt Parker, <laughs> Trey Stone. I get the reference. Um Here's the thing with women's basketball too. You know when you go there what you're going to be watching, and it's it's a good product. It's not the it's not the product you're going to see with the guys where they're dunking and all that. But it's a it's a good product, and there's some really talented girls out there. Let them play the game just the same way you do the guys. Amen. I'm with you. Um, that being said, then, and I think this is a seamless Stocktony segue. You are starting up a new season this year, Tuesday night, I believe, right? Indeed. Are we going? We've got ten minutes left. How many bits do we have left to do? We just got a couple. Okay. Uh, Lady Hornet and Hornet basketball, Metcalf County basketball, and fourth region wide Monday and Tuesday is going to get going. Really excited. Come out and watch all our kids. Of course, Mackenzie Coleman has a chance to be All-State, uh, a Miss Basketball candidate her senior year, worth the price of admission uh, regardless of the outcome every time you come out. But uh, we're excited about her and a number of our players. Uh, a couple of seniors, Kennedy Harvison and Cassie Brooks, were excited about their last year's Lady Hornets. So, look, high school basketball is fun. Get out, watch it. Uh, excited for Coach Clemens and his squad as they get started. Tuesday, Warren East is the opponent. 6 o'clock Central Time is the start. And we, we welcome everybody to come out if you can. I'm going to be there. Nothing like going in a high school gym, smelling that popcorn, hearing that ball fun. hitting the floor. Man, it's just something else. You mentioned Kenzie. Uh, I've you know, just seen Kenzie literally grow over the last few years because I play some golf with her dad, seeing her out the golf course and thinking, you know, she could be special, and she is special. And I just, uh, I know you don't want to give away too many secrets of what the team's going to be doing, but I think you're going to have a fun product out there to watch. I think the girls, the girls are great. Guys are great guys, too. It's going to be fun to watch. Well, look, there's no secrets, and I, that's my deal, too. Coaches are too paranoid about that stuff. I was talking, you know, huddle, film share. I've never turned down anybody who wanted film. They, they want film. I don't care if it's an opponent. You want film? You want to break it down and watch it? Here you go. Because there's no secrets to what we're doing. We're going to get the ball, try to get it up the side, into the post, get it to McKenzie as much as we possibly can. We're going to try to get some shooters on the perimeter. It's a fun brand of basketball. We had a scrimmage the other day. Uh, we put up, I think, uh, 70-something-odd points in five quarters. So we're going to play. Uh, I don't know if that's win, lose, draw, whatever, but it's a fun style, scrappy style of basketball that we're going to try to play man-to-man in the half court. Uh, and our kids like it. I think they enjoy uh, what it is we're doing. There's nothing uh, There's nothing boring or standing about it, if we're doing it right, which we don't always do. Yeah, I've seen you all practice, and it's, it's, it is fun to watch. It's fun to watch you guys scrimmage. Uh, and, again, good luck to you. Good luck to Coach Clem. Uh, good luck to all the assistants, TJ and uh, 
Millennial Jim, who had to take a nap, so we hope Meg Phoning is feeling better. Yeah, uh, well, and I'm sure they're both just down and out. Because I tell you, very depressed. You know, uh, Millennial Jim is a fan. He loves it, and I mean, I think it really cuts at his soul uh, when UK loses. It hurts my feelings too, but I bounce back pretty quickly. Well, he's back. He's he's a little younger than we are. That's and true. Back in the day, I think we were probably, probably more yeah. Too. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, I. So come out, watch, watch the Lady Hornets and the Hornets Tuesday night, again, 6 p.m. at the Metcalf County Gym. Here's my favorite drop of the, of the week every week. We can't hear you, Reed, so I'm not very intelligent when it... <laughs> <laughs> Reed, uh, Reed is such a good sport on that. SEC administration, we don't have a whole lot of time. The SEC administration, what do you think about it? I'll go in 15 seconds or left. They are right. idiots. Uh, and they are run. Although LSU redeemed themselves in kind of a dumb and dumber sort of way, yeah. uh, but they did keep Les Miles, Georgia, foolish for letting Mark Rick go. But what happens is boosters control so much of this with their money; it's so money driven, and anything that's money driven is going to be ridiculous, and it is. Yeah, I don't know what more. As you mentioned, uh, Vince Dooley wasn't always eleven and zero. I don't know what more everybody wants. LSU, that just that still baffles me. Do they not remember the Jerry DiNardo era? Do they not remember the Mike Archer era? Maybe that's like that what's his name for me. Yeah, here. But there were some bad football happening in LSU pre uh, Nick Saban, Les Miles. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. It's a very like it's almost like Tolls and Barker on steroids here. Uh, we can't make a decision. Okay, now we're going to stay. And you know, just a couple of years ago, they were sweating him going to Michigan. Yeah. And now they're like, get out of here. No, we want you back. No. So it's, it's weird. I don't know what else to say. Weird is about the best adjective I can come up with, and that's not a very good one, but I'm yeah. going to move on. So it's stupid. Stupid. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this night is the night all Walking Dead fans dread. I know Coach Hurd's not a Walking Dead fan. We were had Michael Sessoms on earlier. He no, is a he's fan. A fan. Millennial Jim would be uh, backing me up on this. This is the midseason finale. The thing about midseason finales is uh, they've just been invented recently. They used to do a whole season. Yeah. Now What's we take up with a, that? I don't know. Now we take off until after Super Bowl. The week after Super Bowl, something to look forward to if you're a Who fan. started that? Is that a Sopranos thing? Somebody started that way back. It was one of those big shows, HBO shows, where they started. Was it Sons of Anarchy or somebody? It was somebody like that. It was one of these cable shows. Well, I want to open up a can on that one of these days because that's right. ridiculous. You run the series until it's over. I don't need a mid-season break. <laughs> I know, man, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to crush a lot of people. But um, here's something I saw on Facebook today. The last three midseason finale, last two midseason finales, a green that was Herschel and then Beth have have gotten it. I don't think that Maggie will be killed tonight, but it wouldn't shock me. Nothing is going to shock me other than maybe Rick or Daryl getting killed. Uh, there is a rumor that Carl loses a night. When you listen to this, you'll already have known if I'm right or not. That's the rumor, and a lot of rumors going around. I don't like too many spoilers. I just like to watch it and enjoy it. Can I say the last thing on that half season midseason deal? Yeah. Can you imagine if football played eight games and then took like a month off? I'm like, hey, it's it's halfway through. The Cowboys are two and eight or two and six, and we're going to take them. I thought, you know, that would never work with the revenue and stuff. But that would actually help. You know, how many guys would get people back healthy, up? The yeah. product would be better. Wow, I just count. Back. I've counteracted my own point. Yeah, that would be that great. Would be a good idea. But those act, the, these things are already shot. They're already in the can, as they say yeah, in Hollywood. So, um, would you like to do our last bit of the night? Let's do it. All right. Good.
that's usually my favorite song of the week. I love now it. I feel kind of so ashamed after nah. my processum sitting here and just tore it up. <laughs> uh, if you haven't listened to that, please go back and listen to it and listen to the Pod Plus. It'll be on later. Uh, we let Michael pick the last pick, so he gets the golden pick on this show. But the Dukes of Hazard, show we all grew up watching. Um, I'm going to give you a few characters here: Bo, Luke, Uncle Jesse, Daisy, Boss Hog, Ennis, Roscoe, and Cooter. And if I've left anybody out, I'm sure I left maybe a few out, but those are probably the most important ones. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to kick off uh, Cooter. And I know he's, he's a nice character, but he's a bit character, so he's gone. You know, went on to be a senator? Yes, something. Yeah. Um, man, this is a hard, hard Tough decision. Um, well, you have a minute and 45 oh, seconds. Wait, so. I mean, oh, I don't want to do this. I'm going to kick off, oh, man, Uncle Jesse. Oh, my goodness. This is cutthroat, man. That is, that is like a punch to my jaw. Uncle Jesse's awesome. Plus, he, he is on, awesome. He was on the Andy Griffith Show. He, he was. the Darling. He was great, but, I mean, somebody's got to go. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to surprise you with who's next here. Now, we're not putting Cletus sitting on there, right? No, Cletus would have gone far. Enos is on there. Yeah. But I'm keeping him. i tell you I'm going to get rid of. I never liked Bo Duke. Oh, I was like Bo Duke. No, nah, Luke was cooler. Luke, was Luke way is cooler. But so Bo Duke, you're out of here. I don't think John Schneider's aged since the 70s. And John Schneider produced some really bad country music, so he's got to go. All right. Well, I'm going to have to, gosh, this is hard. I'm going to have to kick off Ennis. <laughs> Ennis, he's got to go. <laughs> he was awesome, though. He was. All was right, nobody uh, quickly, because we're running out of time. Boss Hawk. Yeah. Boss Hawk, hate to lose him, but uh, we got to kick off. So who are we down to? We get Roscoe, Daisy, and Luke. We okay. got to say goodbye to Roscoe. And oh, also so an Andy Griffith character. Yeah, so no, that's Luke, no. Luke and Daisy. And, and that guess gives what? Michael Sessoms gets the pick. And Michael said, "There's no way that uh, it's not Daisy." Dick. Daisy's got to win this one, and she does. Because what was it you said? It was very clever. She's the only one with with clothing. With named clothing, after, named after. we don't have exactly. the Bo Duke pants. I don't or think the, so. Or the Bo Duke shirt. The shirt, yeah, that yellow to the navel. Yeah, exactly. Um, By the way, Tom Wopat also did some really bad country music. So I, I just want to <laughs> yeah. throw that out there. Uh, all right, man. The KY Sports Guys, the KYSportsGuys.com. Go back and listen to all the stuff we've done. Check out Michael Sessoms. Oh, it's great. Right. MichaelSessoms.com. MichaelSessoms.com. Yeah. Go check it out. And tune in next week for the KY Sports Guys, the KY Sports Guys.com.